today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's game on, Canadian Football League announcing yesterday, yes, there is going to be a season, yes, it's going to be 14 games, yes, it's going to start in August, and uh, CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi says that, uh, well, the league and the players have been working very, very hard on the COVID protocols. In the next couple of days, we're going to be sharing more and more about our about our more specific plans for the 2021 season. But we have, uh, with the players' help and really a lot of initiative shown on both sides, we put together a really good strategy for uh, making sure that our teams can can operate and have a and have a robust 2021 season. So uh, let's get started and let's get some of the details about that. And to, uh, to that end, we're pleased to welcome to the program Matt Affinick. Matt, of course, is the president and COO of business operations with your Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, Matt, uh, welcome back to the program on uh, pretty good news day today. Good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me. And, and I'd go one step further, uh, an amazing uh, news day and a, and a hugely positive one for uh, Tiger Cat fans, the Hamilton community and CFL fans everywhere that came down yesterday. For folks that, that may not be aware of the enormity of, of coming to a, an agreement like this, uh, you know, <clears throat> even the players that are involved in this, I don't just mean the football players, but I mean the participants in this. You've got the league, you've got the uh, the Players Association, uh, you've got the communities where these are, these stadiums are there, you've got the medical offices of health, uh, you've got the provincial governments, the federal government involved in this. Uh, to get everybody onto the same page on this was just a huge, huge task. Uh, I hope Randy Ambrosi slept in today because he certainly earned it. Well said, and uh, I think it's a great place to start. Is that notion of partnership, Bill? I've you know been around the CFL for a long time, and I'm not sure I've ever seen um, a task as monumental as this, but a reflection of partnership as great. You, you alluded to, frankly, most if not all of the key stakeholders in that group, from the board to the commissioner, the league office, obviously our players, um, coaches, public health, government. It truly is a, a wide circle of people that contributed positively to get this done in a great spirit of wanting to get the institution of the Canadian Football League and here in Hamilton, the Tiger Cats, back onto the field. And, you know, I'd say the only group that's been, was omitted directly there but also deserves uh, a ton of praise and credit is just, is just fans and, and partners uh, mm-hmm. of our league who, at the end of the day, uh, provide the support and, frankly, the, you know, a lot of the motivation we needed to keep pressing through and finding a solution is rooted in, obviously, the importance of our fans and partners so and our players. So all of those things coming together, Bill, a huge undertaking, but uh, thrilled to get there. Well, especially here, because uh, that means game on, Grey Cup this year, this uh, in, on December the 12th. Uh, and, and I know that you and your staff have been working diligently toward that end. Uh, and and uh, there's a lot going to be happening here. And I understand what Randy said. Uh, uh, you know, it really depends on, on how we progress here. I, I, by that, I mean as a province, vaccination rates and things of this nature that's going to dictate who's going to be in the stands and how many are going to be in the stands. We get that. And that's kind of beyond your control at this stage. And you're simply uh, waiting to get that information. I guess the first step in that, though, was the announcement you got from the uh, Ontario government about the, uh, the return to play program, uh, which basically gets you guys back on the field. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, kudos to the, the, the league office and the CFLPA and all who contributed to those health and safety protocols. They're incredibly robust. And thanks to, uh, you know, the officials in government who, who helped us get it through. But, you know, I think a theme here in all of this, Bill, which is, which is hugely important, is that notion of certainty, right? So for the first yeah. time, you know, I think in, in many, many months, uh, probably well over a year, you know, we're in a position to look at our business holistically with a degree of certainty we just haven't had up to this point. So we know when training camps are opening, we know when our first games are, we know we don't have absolute certainty 
on all facets of the business yet, and you alluded to that as, as you know, kind of fans being one element of that. But we certainly have more certainty than we've had in, in quite a long time. And, you know, that certainty provides assurance to plan the business, to decide, provides you know, assurance for our players and coaches relative to what they're working towards. And, you know, obviously they're hugely passionate about what they do. This is their livelihood. So that certainty alone um, is hugely beneficial. You know, your comment about fans, yeah, we're, we're, we're confident. Um, you know, it's trending positively and, and with the way things are going. But you nailed it. This is a function of how do we do um, as a community, as a province, and ultimately as a country in, in our ongoing effort in uh, getting vaccinated. That's, that's the key to get out of this all told holistically uh, and certainly as it applies to maximizing fans and stands and making sure the numbers as a result stay low. So, you know, still some work to do as we approach um, the season start for that, but uh, we wouldn't get to that without the announcement of yesterday. August 5th is, uh, is when we're going to get started. Uh, because of what's happening here in Ontario and because of, of, of the, the problems we have here with vaccination rates and, and some of the concerns about social distancing, uh, it seems as if uh, the first couple of games, at least for the Cats, are going to be on the road, uh, which is not unusual. I mean, a couple, a couple of years ago, I think he started two games out west before he came back here. Uh, that was just the, the, the nature of the schedule at that time. But it's, uh, I guess the expectation here is the first home game is going to be the Labor Day Classic. Well, Bill, the... CFL schedule is officially released in about uh, 80 minutes, so I will uh, <laughs> I will speak in generalities without right. uh, stealing the thunder of our of our own announcement. But uh, yeah, to speak to your point about starting on the road, yeah, we've we've been uh, um, kind of open about that as a league, and the commissioners talked about that, frankly, since the season delay announcement of a couple months ago, let alone yesterday's announcement. So you know, we got to follow the the trends and, and where we're going to put ourselves in the best position to, to have those fans. And as it relates to our situation in Hamilton, yeah, we, we have extensive uh, experience in starting on the road. If you recall the uh, 2015 season where we had the Pan Am games, we didn't play our home opener until the Civic Holiday weekend, right, yeah. so in August. So, you know, we've been through this in the past. Obviously, this is a much different um, circumstance. But uh, regardless, starting out on the road and, and coming back to Hamilton when we're in, in the best possible position to do that, that'll all be revealed in, uh, when the schedule is released officially uh, at noon today. Okay, and that's going to be great news. But I, th- I think we can safely say that uh, there will be a Labor Day Classic this year at, at Horton Field, and uh, we'll get confirmation on that, I guess, in a couple of hours. I, I, th- I, I think you're on to something, Bill. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, but, uh, what about the playing side? Now? So I know you know Coach O and everybody else is, is getting together right now. Uh, the, one of the concerns, I guess, and this was all part of the negotiation, Matt, uh, the American players coming up here now, uh, that seems to be one of the negotiated points. You've talked to governments about this, uh, and I know, it, once again, of course, the Ontario government and the federal government have both been involved in that to get them up here. Uh, are there any prerequisites about that, about vis-a-vis you know, proof of vaccination, things of this nature that they're asking for here? No, not as it relates to the proof of vaccination. Obviously, we're encouraging players uh, to, to get vaccinated, no different than we are fans relative to you know, what that will symbolize. But, you know, of course, Bill, within the health and safety protocol, there's all sorts of, um, you know, kind of conditions and requirements, no different than, you know, kind of as we're living as, as kind of citizens in this province right now. So things from quarantining to when we get in facilities, distancing, masking, all of the required public health uh, protocols and requirements are in place um, for that. And, and we're now in a position where with that now approved um, by the uh, by the provincial health authority we're really in implementation phase uh in day one of that now uh with regards to our preparation for players and coaches when they kick off uh training camp on uh, the 10th of july 
Yeah, by the way, we should talk about that training camp, too, because you've had a, a great partnership with McMaster University over the years uh, and had training camp there. And, of course, you've used some of the dorms there for, for putting the players up uh, during the training camp. Uh, my understanding is, obviously, because of COVID protocols, uh, that's not going to happen this year. You, you'll actually be having the training camp right at Tim Horton Field. Yeah, that, that's correct, Bill. And I'd, I'd only correct you in that we, we, we still have a great partnership with Max. This is something that both of us, uh, both entities, both organizations wanted to make happen but to your point circumstances uh, of the pandemic and obviously the uh, overriding importance of health and safety for everybody um, just you know kind of took precedent in this year so yes we will be doing uh, our training camp execution at Tim Hortons Field as, as you know we're blessed to have an amazing city facility that we work within there's lots of space lots of area to distance um, so we're, we're in a great position to do that there and the players will um, you know stay within protocol at a hotel in the city, not uh, not in dormitories. And it is a one-off. Obviously, you guys will be back and back next year, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. The other element to this, too, because ever since even going back to when I was a little kid, Matt, one of the things I always used to love to do was to go down to the old Civic Stadium and, and, and watch these guys during training camp because the doors are usually open. Uh, public yeah. won't be allowed in again what, uh, during training camp sessions anyway. And, again, this is this is part of the COVID protocol. Yeah, it is, unfortunately. And, you know, with, with the you know, kind of fan attendance being tied to where we are. And as we all know, we're, we're in stage one uh, right now. We're hopeful that uh, by the time training camp starts, with, uh, uh, we'll be in stage two. But regardless, it, it doesn't impact our protocol calls for no fans during training camp. So while it's, uh, you know, disappointing, Bill, that we can't uh, continue that great tradition in this year alone, you know, obviously we'll just make sure everyone's uh, equally excited to get back to the building to watch the team actually play. But uh, unfortunately, that's... Uh, bit of a casualty of the health and safety protocol for this year. Uh, what, what are next steps for you and your staff at this stage, Matt? Uh, as you say, the schedule is going to be announced at, at noon today, a little less than two hours from now, and, and that'll confirm, okay, these are the dates, here are the home games, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you've got a lot of season ticket holders to get in touch with right now, and, and that, by the way, is a great story in and of itself. Uh, it's been a very rough time during the pandemic, of course, for the CFL, but the Tiger Cat fans, especially the season ticket holders I've talked to, are just saying, no, we're cool. We'll, you know, When it's time again, we'll, we'll be there. No, nobody's abandoning ship here they're just waiting to get back to it and that's why they're so excited about this right now so what's what's the process right now to get back in touch with them and 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 inform them about uh their next steps about uh, about getting back into tim horton field yeah absolutely and, and i'm glad you brought it up bill and in, in, in our appreciation um of our season seat holders cannot be overstated that they have been just uh remarkable they're always remarkable but especially through this this period um their support of the club has been just uh you know, as I said, can't be overstated. So you'll see a series of, of information and communication coming out to celebrate the release of the schedule today. You know, we'll have some policy. The reality is, as it relates to, to tickets, we obviously don't have all the information um, today, knowing that, uh, you know, the labor, that, that games are still, you know, a couple months away relative to playing at home. So public health will continue to evolve, but season seat holders need to hear that in the event that there could be capacity restriction um, you know, season seat holders will obviously have first access to any available seats. So we'll take care of our great season seat holders first. And it's like anything, Bill, as, as we progress in the year here and work up to December 12th in the Grey Cup, um, the, the program remains the same. The only way to guarantee yourself a Grey Cup seat is to be a Ticat season seat holder. So anyone out there that's listening that isn't currently one of those, you can get in touch with the office and become one. But as it relates to our existing season seat holders, yeah, that'll be our policy. And this will 
continue to evolve over the summer and hopefully these positive trends that we've been seeing in vaccination and case rates that are driving us through these various stages will continue that momentum over the course of the coming weeks and months and uh, put ourselves in the best position. This is really important for you uh, from your standpoint too, though, because there's a, a lot of things that were up in the air uh, to do with the Great Cup and the festival. And, and I have every confidence this is going to be a fabulous festival. Uh, but, I mean, you've got to confirm acts, you've got to confirm entertainment venues, things of this nature. You can do that now because you've got firm dates. You know that this is going to be happening. Uh, whereas before, you could say, well, you know, can you can't keep this open. The, the fact that there's a, a, a certainty to this right now has got to be reassuring for you and for everybody, I guess, around the league. Yeah, no doubt. And, and I can say that everyone across the league um, is just so excited to have the Great Cup come back to such a great football market like Hamilton with the amazing fans that we have. You know, relative to the Grey Cup planning, for sure, we've been, you know, behind the scenes, have had a, a great plan in place with our, our partners at Tourism Hamilton um, and other partners for the better part of months. Yes, we've had to continue to evolve some of it relative to uh, relative to, to the impacts of COVID. But at the same time, you know, we're, we're still planning a full Grey Cup festival and a full Grey Cup game that's that's not been compromised. So we've got a lot of that work done behind the scenes. So to your point, with elements of certainty and the certainty of a start date of the season comes the ability to actually start implementing those plans with that same degree of certainty. So fans can expect to see more of these details in the weeks and months ahead. But uh, Grey Cup, we're, uh, we're extremely excited about the plan and, and look forward to sharing more of those details with the fans and the community at large uh, in short order. Well, it's uh, it's an exciting time for everybody, and, uh, and like I say, I know that you and your staff have been working diligently on this uh, through all of this, because uh, it's not as if you're starting with a blank slate. We already know what's going to be happening. I already know the date of the game. Uh, I talked to Commissioner Ambrosi on the show a couple of weeks ago, as you know, Matt, and he uh, guaranteed us uh, that this is going to be one of the best Great Cup festivals of all time, A, because he knows what you guys are planning, but B, the league really wants to get behind this. It's you know The, the, the message here, I guess, from Randy and from, from all the teams right now is we're back, uh, and that's welcome news but i think there's a, an indication here he wants to make a big splash uh through this whole season to kind of get everybody back on track yeah and and bill i think that this is shaping up to be you know short of a montreal canadian stanley cup run here this this is likely <laughs> to be the first you know major canadian championship awarded on canadian soil in what will be almost two years time uh, when this is presented uh, at tim horton's field in december so with that excitement alone or excuse me with that fact alone creates an unbelievable excitement and listen we we're back on the field after a missed season so that alone creates you know just a great amount of energy and enthusiasm relative to what we're doing and we're incredibly fortunate that this historic canadian institution of an event the gray cup is happening in our city at this time and will shine an amazing light you know provincially nationally internationally on the great city of Hamilton and what we're able to pull together. So for all of those reasons, yeah, it's, 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 it's things this big, Bill, are not singular efforts. It's not the team. It's us working in collaboration with, with everybody involved in the CFL ecosystem, obviously including our league office, our partners, the city, the province, and everyone involved. But that coming together we think is going to be magical on December, you know, really 8th to 12th um, here in Hamilton. Uh, you got a lot on your plate, Matt. I'm going to let you go now and get back to work. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks again for this, and uh, congratulations again to, to the to the organization, to you and to Scott and, and everybody else who's been uh, working behind the scenes to make this thing go. Uh, we're just excited about this, and uh, we'll, by the way, have that schedule, the CFL official schedule, uh, just afternoon today. Uh, we'll talk there again soon, Matt. Thank, take care. Yeah, appreciate the time, Bill. Be well. Thank you.
Matt Apenick, of course, President and COO of the Business Operations for your Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, August 5th is the start. Probably the first home game is going to be Labor Day. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. You can't officially say that until the league announces the schedule at noon today, but uh, it's looking pretty good. So let's uh, get back on the ball here, uh, the football, that is. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.